0: Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not magnetizing the money or the relationships that you're trying to manifest. Perhaps you're finding yourself stuck in opposing patterns. One minute you're in high performance mode and the next you feel totally drained, disconnected and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast. After changing my own relationship to success and more importantly myself, I was able to turn my passion into profit. I've also learned over the years how to make the deep transformational work easier and more effective, which is why I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind. And this is a place that I help people just like you strategically unlock your abundance mindset, activate your true manifesting capabilities, so you can finally have the limitless life that you're meant to have. Welcome to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome back if you've been here before. I'm your host, Brenda Johnston. I did things a little differently today. I'm doing the uh, intro music first, and then doing the talking bits. Usually I do a little talking bit, then the intro music, and then a talking bit. But I was like, I feel like changing it up, because that's what I've been doing a lot in my life, and my business is changing it up. But I also don't just do these podcasts to hear my own voice, so... If you guys are like, no, I like it better the other way, shoot me a DM and tell me that you prefer it the other way. And I will totally do that. But I digress. I'm very excited today. I'm going to have another guest with me. We're going to be talking about manifestation, but also the struggles that come with things. You know, I've been watching a lot of people settling lately, settling in life. I'm going to tell you something. I have settled a lot in my life. Not so much these days, but like most of my life up until my 40s and even some things in my 40s, I settled. And a big example that I will share with you is that like I stayed in a marriage five years longer Than I should have. We were together like 18 years. We were married for almost 15. But I stayed because the change felt messy and fucking hard. And I had no idea where to even start. And holy shit, I was almost 40. And who the fuck blows up their life at that age? I had all the stories going through my head. And running through my body. And time goes by really fast. Especially when you're in a place where you're not feeling fulfilled or happy or whatever. I mean, how many times have you said to yourself at some point in your life, I want to be happy. I want to change. I want to do the thing. Or maybe you've been settling for so fucking long, you can't even recognize what it is that you want or why you're feeling the way you're feeling. You feel numb, and you're on autopilot, and you have no clarity, but you just survive. Because now you are, you're running on autopilot. And it's like, painful. Listen, there's never gonna be a right time to change. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I'm not gonna blow smoke up your ass. And the reason that you're struggling to attract more of what it is that you want into your life, more of what you desire into your life, money, freedom, love, better health, whatever it is, is because when you choose to settle, you're choosing to shut down your mind that those things are even possible for you. And this is why in my exclusive three-month private subconscious strategy and energetics mentorship, we actually Work on opening up and developing your pathways to potential. Because once you start believing something is really possible for you, it starts showing up in your life faster. Here's the thing. You have a choice. We all have choices. You can choose to settle and watch your life pass you by. That's what I did for way too fucking long. And I can tell you, It was painful and it sucks. Here's what I know. I know you put yourself down because you think you should be able to figure this all out on your own. I also know you do not want to fucking go into 2023 living like this anymore and feeling the way you're feeling. That's why you listen to my podcasts. That's why you hang out with me on Instagram. So I want to invite you to do something right now. This is going to change your life. I want to invite you to apply for my exclusive three-month Subconscious Strategy and Energetics Mentorship. It's a private exclusive mentorship. And I only work with six people. I only work with six one-on-one people at a time. So when these spots are filled, when the fall spots are filled, I'm not opening up any more one-on-one coaching until at least the spring. And if you're sitting there telling yourself stories right now about how, you know, this change is going to, it's going to take so much work and it's going to take so much time and it's going to be painful and heavy and hard. And you just don't know if you have the capacity to deal with that deep inner work right now. And you can see the end of the year coming, it's coming fast and it's coming furious. And you keep telling yourself that even if you did want to make a change, you don't even fucking know where to start. Maybe you've tried traditional therapy. Maybe you've done basic mindset coaching. You know, here's the problem with those things. Those are all conscious level ways of healing. And lasting transformation happens on a subconscious level. And it's very fucking hard, almost impossible to do on your own. I've been coaching people for over 20 years. And I've learned over the years how to make the deep inner work so much easier and so much more effective. And I do this by using my very own expansion technique, which I've developed. And so when you're working with me, when you're in my three month mentorship, we're gonna help you create lasting change by helping you uncover those deep core beliefs and transform those subconscious conversations that you've been having, transform those subconscious conflicts you've been having, all of the things that have been keeping you stuck. And I'm gonna give you the tools you need To create an energetic signature that's going to help you attract in all of the stuff that you desire. There's no risk here. There is no risk in applying. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes. Or you can visit my website, brenda-johnston.com. Click on the work with me button and scroll down and apply there. Like literally, what have you got to lose? nothing and if you're not sure about applying if you're like oh i don't know if this is for me shoot me a dm on instagram just ask reach out that's why i'm here and it's always me answering you (laughs) so on that note i want to dive into this episode with you now so that you can see and experience this type of journey from a real-life person, not just listen to me talk about it or not just watch all the things you see on social media. All right, let's go. Let's meet my amazing client, Jennifer Hernandez. Jennifer was raised from a place of how to fit in, and she made it her mission to say, fuck these fucking stupid-ass rules that make no sense to her, or any of us for that matter. She's an entertainer of the what-ifs, and she is guided by curiosity. This lady is here to show you that it is absolutely acceptable to say fuck no to the shit that does not feel good to you and how to connect to that energy and the message. Welcome Jennifer to the Limitless Life podcast. I'm really excited to be having this conversation with you because we've been on quite a journey since I met you. So welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. Man, we really did kind of step
0: things up in the last, what, how many months? Two months? Yeah, I'd say the last two to three months especially, but we'll get into that because it's very exciting. Mm -hmm. I also realized it, and we kind of talked about this, I met you a year ago, September,
1: Yeah, like five days from today.
0: Yeah, so Mm -hmm. that's kind of interesting. Um, I actually met you, I was speaking at a retreat that you were at, and that is the first time I met you. We did some stuff, and then you had this beautiful vision of something you wanted to create, which we'll talk about on the show. Um, But the really cool part is, where are you right now? I'm in Costa Rica. For
1: like the second time this year
0: yes so when I initially met you you had this dream to be in Costa Rica and actually buy a villa to turn into an Airbnb which you've now done which we will talk about but I don't we got we got to reverse because I get really excited about things so first of all I just want people to kind of get to know you and who you are so tell us how did we get here? How did we start working together? What was it that brought us together? Oh my God. Okay.
1: Thank you. And I hear you. I get excited too. Um, so let's see. Well, Jennifer, that is me. Uh, I grew up dealing with a lot of addictions, issues, and really low self-esteem and not having any worth or love for myself or even understanding what any of that meant. You know, fast forward, like I was in the military afterwards for 12 and a half years straight out of high school. And growing through that and seeing myself kind of being fit in and really noticing how much I tried to fit myself within a box. And then, from being within that box for so long, it gave me the space to see how unhappy I really was. And it was like, that was it. I was 25 when I got promoted to Sergeant and that was the worst day of my career for me. Cause for me, that was it. That was the end of it. You know, that's a pretty great accomplishment, you know? But it was just, this is it. And this isn't where I want to be. And so uh, afterwards, I really, I, I was given the chance to take a step back uh, when I got medic- when I was medically released um, and to really ask myself, who am I and what am I creating? And in that time and space, I had an idea every time of where I needed to go next. And I just kind of took that next step. Like, okay, now you can go to college. We'll pay for it. Where do you want to go? Uh, can i swear on the show?
0: <laughs> have you met oh me? fuck. Okay, good. <laughs> I got told once no swearing <laughs> on a podcast somebody said you couldn't swear. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, that, I would have I would have a hard time with that. I know. I did pretty okay. But they said, "What's where where do you want
1: to go?" I said, "Fuck, which school is the closest to me?" Right? And I just like kind of just kept following that very next step. I, I, when I finished college, um, I was like, what do I want to do now? Oh, I want to teach people about love. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? You know, I looked at Tony Robbins and Louise Hay on Wikipedia, super credible resource. And I was like, how did they become coaches? Right. Or, uh, motivational speakers. That was the goal, be a motivational speaker and teach people about love. This is my sole mission. Right. And so I was like, okay. And I was like, oh, look, they were both coaches, you know? And even in that, it's like, okay, how the fuck do I become a coach? And I had to, like, figure it out. And I was like, I want to go to a school. I want this, 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 and this criteria. Like, literally the next weekend, I went to a family uh, gathering, and I was sharing this goal with one of my cousins. And he's like, oh, my brother went to this school, and it has da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I look at the school, it's exactly what I was looking for. And I'm like all those pieces came together. And so anyhow, fast forward to where we are now, they don't teach you how to start a business in coach school, which is how you and I got to know each other. Because I was working with the coach who did help me learn a lot of pieces. But this piece, this huge piece is the space where you saw me and nobody else saw it right the thing is is that okay i figured out how to start my coaching business and how to do that like i i do breathwork and reiki and all kinds of really cool intuitive stuff right but focusing on coaching and i always had this vision of like um kind of hosting my own retreats in my own space you know being medically released from the military helped me to get started to get my own house and the market after two years helped me to be able to be smart enough to get a next one and you know as I stepped into this space of hosting and being an Airbnb host uh a super host let's not be mine super- <laughs> oh sorry sorry that's right super host um uh, man, I I just like, I saw myself just actualized, you know? And I was like, holy shit, this is where all of my skills come to play. Like all these pieces of me that I was so afraid of showing other people like, oh, I'm too picky. I want the bed made a certain way. It's got to look just like this. And I'm like, no, your guests will love you for it. Right. And I learned through this uh my current role is super host uh how valuable my values are and how important it is to hold them and to show up from that space and how other people get to meet me in that space when I do this and so actually it was because of my first cleaner that I learned how valuable my values were and that it's not me it was her <laughs> I love <it. laughs> uh I now have an outstanding cleaner who I just promoted to my property manager. So, you know, things are looking good. Um, But, you know, stepping into this, this is what I do really good at best. Uh, When you and I met, I was a year into this role in my new space. And from the day that I got my first house, I was like, I wonder if I can get a second house in one year.
0: One year from now, I'm going to do it, you know? Oh, shit. And not a second house in the same country. A second house (laughs) in a completely different country.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go buy my house in Costa Rica. Can I do it? And, like, when I was um, in the space that I was in before you and I connected, I was vocalizing it, vocalizing it vocalizing it, getting excited and sharing about it. And it was like, fuck, throwing garbage at the wall. It was just falling down, sliding down and not even being received whatsoever. You know, it was not being bounced back. Nobody was telling me that I was crazy, nothing. It was just like noise and space. And I was like, fuck. And then then in walks Brenda and she points at me. You point at me and you're like, we're going to get to your villa. (laughs) I'm not crazy. I am seen. We are going to do this.
0: Well, and I think it's, I would say I'm not your average coach. That's why I do things a little differently because I have the ability to help people see their future potential and then take the actions to get there. Right. But you were in a very business specific program. Which you needed at the time. Like it, you decided to invest in the coaching and the business side because you want to learn more about business, and that's what you needed. And when I went in, I did a visualization with the group, also because that was part of my Evo Master plan, so that I could see <laughs> where all of your, not just you, but everybody in the room, I could see what you wanted to create through that. And by being able to lead you guys through that visualization and then going, okay, so who doesn't feel like they can access this potential, I was able to like dive in even more. And that's what happened with you, you, and there was also Lindsay at the time. And there was a couple of other people too, that couldn't, they couldn't believe that it was possible. So I was like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. let's work with this. And so that's why this has been so interesting for me because I remember that day like it was yesterday. I just, and I do remember like literally pointing at you and going, okay, cool, let's get the villa. Um, I just got chills. I know, me too. That
1: (laughs) That was the first time someone said, and
0: you will. Because prior to that, it was just throwing spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. And it's tough because we all have dreams and I try to, even with myself, like I try to dream really big, but you know, when we're growing up and when we're going through life, we hear a lot from people, Oh, you need to be realistic. And they're only saying it to try to protect us. But it's really fucking annoying when that becomes one of your beliefs. And you're like, oh, maybe I should just be realistic. So what was it, aside from me pointing at you and going, we're going to get gorilla, what was (laughs) it that made you believe in yourself?
1: That's a really good question. Oh, man. You know what? That's a very good question, Brenda. I literally—I don't know if I fully believed it until I got here, and it happened. Like it's happening. I did. I tell you, I might get my keys this Friday. Now that's eleven days from the day I saw the house to closing to closing date. That is insanity, and I showed. I like, (laughs) fuck, it was a gradual process, seriously. And it was like, one next step, one next step. And I kind of had to keep going and pushing along the wall and seeing how much further the boundary went. And what did the next step look like? And what else opened up when I kept going? Like, I knew that was my plan. I knew I said that was what was going to happen. It was a gradual process. And I had to literally just keep taking that next step and seeing where the road went from there. (laughs) Like, there are some days I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to pull this off. Literally, on Friday, I was sitting there shaking my head going, I don't know if I'm going to pull this off. And like, over the weekend, I was able to put some other things in place just like that from an idea that I woke up with and pulled out of my ass and just made happen to, okay, we can do this. We can do this. We're going to do this. You know, like.
0: I love that you, I love that you explain it as you pulled stuff out of your ass because that's truly what your intuition is. You had these ideas that dropped in because now you're fully connected all of those layers of yourself. So let's rewind again a little bit. So we started working together a few months ago. Why did you decide to start working with me at that time? (laughs) That is such a good question, Brenda. (laughs) I'm good at good questions.
1: I know. Well, the most frank and honest truth was because I was like, I need help. I need help getting sober. Mm -hmm. I need help, like getting into my highest power, into my energy. I needed help breaking some cycles that were still really holding me back. And the fact that I was stuck in those cycles was really limiting my ability to believe the impact I'm able to to make for others. It was holding me back from believing in my worth and my potential. And I was my own worst I guess critic just kind of and friend my own worst friend at the time too probably (laughs) let's go party like my energy was all over the place and funny enough I was here in Costa Rica that was the end of my trip here and uh you know at the time from November until we started working together there was a lot of stuff with like the military that had happened, like uh, a lot of closing of shitty psychological stuff I had to deal with and experiences from there. Uh, being a woman in the military is not always the most fun. And just the whole, there's just a lot of stuff that was getting out. And When we got together, it was like, all right, now can we get on with it? And it it was time to start stepping into taking those steps and making it happen.
0: Yeah, it's a very interesting process because that first month we were together, we it really was creating the foundation and helping you create the mindset and shift those beliefs and transform the ones that have been holding you back. And being able for me to witness you seeing how those habits and behaviors were actually just based out of fear, too. Cause you had all these big dreams, but it's scary to have those big dreams. So then we developed these fear behaviors and it's like, I'm just going to have these and then I don't have to do the thing. And I was like, no, we're not. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) No, we are not. And then from there, we were able to start helping you get really clear on what you wanted to create, which was the villa. Mm -hmm. And so for anybody listening to this, I, I mean, I love and I've shared your story before, I love celebrating the success stories. I love talking about, look, here's the journey. This is, they started here. They wanted this. They took the actions. They manifested the thing. But I also want to be real. Manifestation and these journeys and transforming, it is not all sunshine and fucking rainbows. And sometimes it can be very difficult. Sometimes it can feel painful. Sometimes it can feel confusing, but that's why you have the tools to work through things. And so I kind of want to talk about like emotional regulation with you because that not only have you had to go through that, but that's going to be something you're actually launching a program in the new year about emotional regulation. And the reason I want to talk about it today is because emotional regulation and manifestation there, they go together. So I would love if you could, for you just to share your experience about like assuming responsibility for how your emotions are processed and how it affects the whole vision. Oh yes, please!
1: Now I feel like excited about this. You know, it's a good place to be. Like. You know, in our, we've been working together, like, officially for, what, about four, five months now? Like, yeah, this, this it's been a time. very
0: short time. But our work, our our journey together
1: started before but that. But
0: see, that's a really cool thing, too, is it has been a very short time. So looking at, like, how much is possible to transform in a short time, it's like one of the, the layers of the onion, which is the emotional regulation is also layers of an onion. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. And with the work, like, with the work that you and I have been doing together, like, with me really centering my energy every day, um, I've been able to start peeling back some other stuff, right? I'm, like, honing that light and, like, energy now, and the vibration can start sending itself out through my other layers and, like, doing its stuff. Yes. And, You and I have seen, (laughs) when I don't do my daily energy track, my sobriety is literally at stake. Like, it's just that fucking important, you know? And so since we've started to get to work together, right, and I've been able to peel back a bit of the party layers, right, Um, you know, and some of the hurt and trauma and the other shit that was going on, to give credit where credit's due, I started seeing myself into my sobriety, right? And and I'm creating this thing, and people are showing up and trigger, 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 trigger. Like, oh my God. I'm just pissed at everybody. This guy's an asshole. She fucking did this stupid thing. Look at this cunt that cut me off in traffic. Like, oh my God, who is this bitch? Talk this way. And I'm like. Oh my God. <laughs> I sound like such an asshole if you listen to the way it like it like for me it's somebody who's trying who's who uh values their integrity and to come from this heart centered place. Listening to this dialogue in my head does not feel nice. It does not allow me to feel like I'm in alignment with the me who says that I love, but then doesn't always show up that way. And there's this constant judgment going on. So, since I do all my i I love self help books, you know I, I I learned a lot about. Assuming. I wish people
0: could see what was behind me right now because there's I about know. 400 self help books, or as I like to refer to them, shelf help books. I know. <laughs> that's where all my books
1: live too. Um, that's funny. That's what mine looks like, also. Uh, and you know, from this, I learned about assuming responsibility. All right, well, I can't say that all these other people are doing shit. If I'm going to claim to be a master manifester, that means i got to assume responsibility for everything in my creation. And if all these people are showing up like assholes, what is going on over here, girlfriend? What am I, like, not connecting to? or Where am I out of alignment? And so as we've gotten closer in these past couple months, I think especially, like, in July and August... Something clicked. It might have even been the I Am Goddess retreat that we did in August. Uh that was awesome, which was an awesome retreat with Brenda and Renee. And yes. Oh my god. So, but something clicked, and it was just like, where am I not still assuming responsibility for my own shit? And I was like, oh man, like. I was literally showing up as like this colander and my energy is just like flowing all over the damn place and I wasn't keeping my focus. All of my energy was being redirected to other things that pissed me off and the thing is is that when something really I let get under my skin or like hijack my, my personal power if you will, it's... It totally derailed me from my focus and my goal. I was like, fuck this, fuck the goal, fuck the villa, fuck you, fuck everything, fuck everybody on their couch, you know, and the horse they rode in on, like, forget it all. And I don't know, but, like, with the, like, the things we've been working on and the pieces we've been placing and the constant coming back to this and the focus and daily management I'm like, I have no business even being pissed off about any of that fucking shit. I was like, hold on one second. Let's take a step back. What are you creating right now?
0: Yes. A villa in Costa Rica. That is the magic question. And I'm so glad you just said that because it's even bigger than that. It is what are you creating right now? And you started to see the shit in the chaos around you, and you started to recognize that's what you were creating versus where you wanted to go. And I remember the day, the session when we um, connected you into your highest future potential self. And I always like to say, like, once we do that, it becomes very hard not to take action to start embodying her. Cause it's the, then the question becomes, are you focusing on things that are getting you to her or are you just focusing on creating some more chaos in your life? I'm so glad that you said, what was I creating? That is a key question. Anybody listening to this? And I've said this in multiple podcasts before If you are looking around at your life right now and you're like, fuck me, is this my life? You need to ask yourself some questions. And one of them being, what are the choices I've been making that are creating this reality right now? Because the past does not exist. What happens right now was based on the choices we made back there. And you're hearing Jennifer tell you, you can shift out of it quickly. You can create a new reality quickly but it comes with self-accountability. Oh my God. <laughs> I know chills again. <laughs> oh
1: my god. It and it's like as soon as we step back and step into that higher vision, that higher self, that higher vibration, we're like, I have no business worrying about any of any of this other shit. That has nothing to do with what I am creating right now. Yeah, I don't give a shit what my sister-in-law or my brother just did. Like, mm-mm. my dad can say whatever he wants. Mom can
0: forget. I don't care. I don't care. Well, because it also takes you out of this situation. You're able to see, oh, they're probably saying that because they've got something going on. Like, it doesn't make somebody saying horrible things I'm not condoning that but like being able to recognize oh maybe they have a belief system that's making them react like this maybe they've had something happen to them that's making them react like this and then you don't hang on to all the shit you don't hang on to the emotional baggage you don't hang on to the emotional energy which as we know creates blocks
1: you know what really clicked for me was the humility piece and i was like you are literally on your way to going and creating and purchasing not just a second home but a villa in costa rica like do you really need to give these guys a hard time right now do you really need to be a pain in the ass maybe you can just be a nicer person because Things are going really good. Maybe you can just be happy and not worry about all the other stuff. And instead, when I shifted things, man, Brenda, I just got to show up with love. That was it.
0: And that's another important point too, because if you want to change the people around you, the fastest way to do that is actually to change yourself. And I remember when one of my mentors years ago told me that I got so pissed off. I was like, why is it up to me to change everybody? <laughs> uh, I know. Because if we don't like the way something is going on, it is up to us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love this. So a couple of months ago, we started really focusing on the villa again. And I remember your homework one day or your action steps were to start looking at properties. <laughs> And I remember getting all the text messages like, oh, sweet. This is nice. This is nice. This is nice. And then from there, what actions did you take? So you started looking at the properties and then what were you doing? You didn't just sit there and make wishes and the property fell on your face. That's not how this works.
1: Oh, my God. No, we we you made it clear that we are doing this now what are the actions? And I went, oh, oh, oh shit, we're here. It's like when you wake up in the car and you're like, oh fuck, we're here. Okay, let's go. Right. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So first we started looking at places. Where do I want to live? What do I want to do? Who could be my realtor? You know? And at the time I was already here in Costa Rica and The guy from the sailing center was like, look, watch my podcast, right? And I was like, okay. And I watched the first episode and it was with a realtor here in Costa Rica, right? And so I'm already like kind of connected there. And I was like, anyhow, I, I had noticed the pieces that had lined up and I was like, we need to start looking at houses. I need somebody who knows how to do this. I need to get somebody else in this project on this in this vision that we're creating we need to employ other people in our vision to start doing their role so we can keep taking the next steps step number one hey brenda (laughs) step number two call the realtor right and so i did and i i started engaging with her i got clear on kind of what is it that i'm looking for actually that was not very clear the first time around, what I was looking for. But we worked on it, we developed it, right? And you and I, we got clearer and clearer on it. So that way it was just like this. Um, I'm, now I can say I'm notorious. I'm notorious for walking into the house that I want like 10 minutes. And I'm like, yep, this is the one, we're good to go. You know, because by the time I get there, I, I don't need to be there for 20 hours. No, you've already created it in your mind. You already knew. Like Miracle on 34th Street, right? When she like, there's the house, there's the house, right? And so then what did we do? I said, okay, show me the listings. And I went and I started taking this. I was like, what other steps need to take place? Oh, shit, we need money. Where do I get money from? I'm like, well, okay, I, I've got some that I can pull out of my ass. There's others that we've got to pull out of the house, right? And so... Then I got the mortgage broker. I was like, okay, what are the steps to start getting money? How do I get money? What do we do? What do I need to know first? The questions came up. We had to start playing with the, okay, how do I get a house? Money. Okay, where do I get money? Oh, okay. And following all those trails and taking every single next step. Not one of those. Even when I talked to the realtor, I didn't know she would say okay to working with me. Every step of the way, there was an opportunity for somebody to tell me no and for things to go awry and for me to be
0: pivoted in some next
1: direction. Mm. And I just, I just kept going.
0: But that's also a beautiful statement because in your mind, success was not an option. This was going to work, but you were open to knowing that every step of the way you could have to pivot. And that's the beautiful thing about manifestation that right there. When people say you just need to let go, you just need to let go. And everybody's like, what the fuck does that mean? That's what it means. You went into this going, you know what? I'm reaching out. I'm taking the actions. I'm open to the possibilities and I'm open to the possibilities of things not working out and me having to go a different direction to get to the end goal and I'm okay. No matter what. Oh, I just got shivers. <laughs> that is the epitome of letting go. Surrendering. That is that is what it is in a nutshell.
1: It's I absolutely fucking 100,000% trust myself to be creative, resourceful, and whole enough that whenever I get to any somewhat fork in the road, that I'll figure it the fuck out.
0: And if I don't, I'll figure that out. Exactly. And even in the last couple of days, there's been, because you weren't supposed, the house wasn't supposed to close till the end of the month. And you realize that doesn't actually work for you because you don't have to go no. back here and then go back there and then furnish it. And you took the actions and now you might be getting the keys like this week. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they first came back and they said, you can have it the 25th. And I said, okay, that's cool. But like, can we do it sooner than that? okay, maybe we can do it Friday. (laughs) That's nine days even sooner. Like,
0: but that's the beautiful thing. And that's where there's obviously an airplane flying by now, of course, but that's where we look at things and go, okay, so I'm just going to be open to the possibilities and I'm not going to know the answer to something unless I ask the question, because that's where a lot of people get tripped up. They just assume That things have to be the way they think they have to be, and they never ask the question. And if you don't ask, like, what's the worst thing if you ask? They said no. You can get really, really far
1: with a smile and a sweet tone and a little bit of manners. Like, (laughs) manners. Oh,
0: man. So going back to the business of things with you, um, what would you say one of your biggest challenges in the past year has been with the business side of things or in life? Talking to people, honestly,
1: it's scary. Sometimes like, and my job is talking to people, but. It's. The hugest challenges has been swallowing the anxiety and, like, doing things anyways. Like, doing everything in the face of fear anyhow. And, like, it's funny because I really started practicing breathing since I got here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm noticing, and I've sent you so many messages around it too.
0: Oh, my God, Brenda, it's all, like, what?
1: And I go, (sighs) okay, what's the next step we got to take, you know, and it's been staying focused on that. And like, going from the person who was afraid of even being open about the fact that she smokes weed, right. And then kind of processing all of that imbalance in my energy and the way it showed up and like the binging and stuff. And then moving towards a place of like, actually create like i actually dude there's hearts on the wall here like actually feeling like i'm creating from this space of love now and like feeling this love coming out of me like Brenna, we took some serious action steps together like i don't it's i'd say the hugest challenge has been parking my ego really
0: Yeah, it's tough when we're taking action, when we're moving through the fear, our ego can come up. And so can your subconscious. They work kind of together because they both want to keep you safe. But the thing is to move through the fear, you have to take a step forward. And that's why I liked your analogy earlier too, about like, I just had to keep my hand on the wall and keep traveling and what was the next step? What was the next step? And you've learned now too, how to talk to your subconscious mind so that it's actually working with you and not against you by using statements like, okay, what's the next step? It's not up to you to know the how wow. it's up to you to ask the right questions So your subconscious can work with you. So the universe can work with you. So life can work with you. So mother nature, mother earth and all the things can work with you. And that's what makes it so beautiful. Is just being in that space of like, I'm human. I'm going to have bad days. You're not poly sunshine every single day. Nobody is. But knowing how to get yourself out of that, especially with the breath work that you do.
1: Yeah. And also allowing ourselves, you know, to take the space that we do and protect that and be, oh, not even okay with it, but like to command that space for ourselves yes you know who we get to show up as when we do the thing has been learning this balance right this this past here and finding what that is and it's very cool
0: <laughs> it is very cool when you get in that space of finding the balance and like woo. So interesting. What do you... Oh, I know what I want to ask you. What do you wish that you knew when you were starting your business? Like, what do you know now that you wish you knew back then about starting the business, about manifesting, about creation?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Uh... (laughs) okay so this is funny because i came from college with and like i was at least 10 years older than all my peers because i i was post-military career starting college with a bunch of 18 19 year olds who i'm still close friends with some of them but group work man group work group work group work not for me uh uh-uh hate that shit collaborating dealing with people who don't get it like figuring out values and being on top of other people i have a life guys you know and thing is group work in school is a very different thing from teamwork and group work outside when we're all showing up in the way that we love you know if i could have really tuned into something sooner is that we all want to actually really see each other win. And it's not a don't look at my paper kind of thing. And the more that we succeed and move forward, the more that our peers and our competitors and whoever else and everybody else gets to move forward. Like we're literally walking through this jungle, the Amazon to be most appropriate, with our machetes and like hacking our own paths, right? Right. And wouldn't it be more cool if you had somebody there with you to do it? And, like, I really wish I had known sooner how not alone I am and how much we can really, really make a difference to grow when we, like, work together. Highly important to know oneself first so you're not just a sheeple. But then come into it together
0: right? Mm. See what else is possible. Yeah. I, you know what it's, I think a lot of people will agree with that. It's uh, very interesting when you have the collective energy of a group and you're all able to celebrate each other and you're all able to help each other and you're all able to support each other. It's so powerful. And when you're in the right group environment, it actually activates your abundance mindset. It opens you up to receiving more abundance, which is why I love also doing the group programs. I love my one-on-one stuff, but I love the group stuff. And even for me, I've been in a lot of masterminds over the years and I think there's different seasons. So right now I'm working with my coach, my one-on-one. Like it's, it's about looking at it and going, yeah, I want to be with these other people. Also, because if you get in the right group, and you surround yourself with people who are like one or two steps ahead of you. Fuck. That's powerful, man. <laughs> powerful. Mm, mm, mm. Well, I'm glad that you were in a group. Cause that's how I met you.
1: <laughs> right. Thank God. I got out of trying to figure this out on my own and you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said for leaving your house, you know, feeling comfortable in your skin and leaving your house
0: right and just showing up and being ready to connect like accelerating things by asking for help accelerating things by investing in yourself accelerating things by you know if i had to add up all the shelf help books on my like behind me there's probably thousands of dollars of books there and for years i kept i'm gonna do it myself i'm gonna do it myself i'm gonna watch the youtube videos i'm gonna buy all the books i'm gonna do all the things i'm gonna try to transform it's really fucking hard to transform and grow and accelerate on your own it's why all of us coaches have coaches
1: tennis and ping pong are easier games when you have someone to like serve the ball back to you right
0: you're like your metaphors are on fire today <laughs> thank you
1: Oh, uh, i actually gotta add this is this is when i get compliments for a lot i'm thinking maybe like one of my next ventures will be how can i start up like an analogy system for people <laughs> thank you though but oh man
0: hey, let's focus on the villa first and then focus on getting those courses launched <laughs> in the new year but the other cool thing because i know people are going to be like oh how is she doing all this airbnb thing you actually in the new year are going to be teaching other people also how to create successful airbnbs
1: yes yes i am that's uh that's right and you know what i'm actually really really excited about that and that and like although it might sound like a business thing it's a very much heart centered project for me that's hosting is something like I've just been learning my whole life, right? And without really realizing it, ah, my mom's being so nitpicky every time the guests come over. What I have to make this shit look this way, right? And now all of a sudden, ta-da! I got a gift, right? And so, if we can shift those things and you know look at them that way, we can all we can create new courses and teach people, right, about our passions. And so, I'm really gonna focus on. You know, the details, the the things that make me a super host, the, the places to invest your energy and not to short your guests, you know, how to really see their needs and to show up from a place of, please come be my guest, right? Like,
0: well, and I think that overflows too, in the way that you do your coaching programs. It's the same thing. You're inviting people into a space and you want them to feel comfortable. You want them to, you want to meet them where they're at. So I like how those two things kind of really go together. And I love the perspective change that you had. It's like, oh God, why doesn't my mom always want me to do it like this? Oh, perspective change. I've now learned all of these amazing skills that I can now turn into a passion that I can now turn into a profit.
1: Yes. Yes. You know, what's so cool is like ultimately at the end of the day, like what I'm creating with all of this is the ability to like host retreats, bring people. And I really want to step into a hosting space of like taking people on adventures and being able to see different places in Costa Rica. Some of my favorite tours and experiences, let's go sailing, surfing, diving, hiking, all the rest of the cool shit. let check out the volcano. Right. And I able, able to show people all this really cool stuff and like, host them in this space show them what life adventure looks and feels like and like what it feels like to be held if you will by someone who really enjoys doing what they're doing um it's
0: gonna be it's it is so cool what we're creating brenda i'm just helping open up the pathways for you you're creating it all (laughs) no you know what you did Hmm, Let me tell you
1: what you did. You showed up and you said, there is way too much motherfucking fluffy bullshit up in here. How can we clear this shit out? When we started, remember, I was trying to make my own podcast. (laughs) You remember that? And you're like, do you even want to have your own podcast? No. (laughs) Fuck no. And you're like, okay. And I cleaned that off my desk. And then I was doing this. And you said, do you even want to do that? I was like, fuck no. And I cleaned it off my desk. Brenda, when you and I were talking and I was like, it was like, what, like August 25th or something like that, just after the retreat and you're like, I was like, okay I'm pretty sure I'm going to Costa Rica September 3rd to 17th and you're like, why don't you just go book your ticket already? And I was like, <gasps> And I just, when did it, you're like, you're like, I told you, you're this like shit disturber instigator that gets me to go step into this version of myself that I'm waiting for someone to
0: like show up and invite me into, you know, like yeah, yeah, most go- of our lives, we wait around for somebody to fucking invite us in most of our lives. We wait around to be chosen. Most of our lives, we wait for someone else to give us permission by me poking you book 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 and saying well why like just book the ticket you already know you want to go that was you giving yourself permission to take the next massive step
1: And oh man the like just emphasis on that next massive step and that's the only thing you really can be sure that you're taking, and even then, you don't know where your foot's landing. Sometimes we trip, and that shit sucks. But like, I don't know. We can only just take that next step. I had no idea how any of this was gonna go down. I knew I was coming to see here, here to see this villa. I booked my ticket. I was open. And it'd still be on the market. Here we are. That's all I saw, and we did it right. And then from there, we just kept taking the one next massive step. Whether it was processing those feelings that were in the way, or spending time with them, or like, so, like taking a big deep breath and filling out the stupid know your client form that wants like a hundred thousand pieces of information, and I'm like, holy shit, how many tabs do I have to open for this? And like, it's gonna
0: require a lot of focus. Just one next step, and just breathe. What do you have coming up, or what do you um want to tell people about? I know you have some masterclass type of things on the go, and I want people to experience you. So, what do you have on the go right now for people? Uh,
1: thank you for asking. Um, right now, uh, every month we're doing and hosting a monthly breathwork healing experience with different themes based on the things that we're learning. Um, and what I'm actually working on right now is putting out a, a launch date for host facilitating a new emotional regulation course. And I'm going to be teaching people how to not just say, fuck it, and fuck you guys, and everybody leave me alone, but how to like literally just feel good and in your sage cells to be able to look inwards and reflect on. That version of ourselves that's showing up and still feel aligned and connected and like it's the same person. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm gonna teach people how to deal with their saboteurs and let go of all those judgy voices and really start creating healthy relationships, which lead to which lead to really cool things, right, Brenda?
0: Maybe even streets in Costa Rica, right? I'm going to be linking all of your stuff in the show notes so people can find you. I'll put like your Instagram and all the things people can find you um, because it's very important. You know, I used to ask people this question. I kind of got out of the habit of it. And all I can hear right now in my head is you need to ask her this question. So I'm going to ask it to you. What do you think a limitless life is? What does it mean to you?
1: Oh, my God, that is so cool um literally it's like oh my god like this limitless life for me right now is i'm completing this project i don't know what i'm gonna do when i'm done this project And sometimes for me, that's the piece that makes me feel so small. And it's way too existential for my understanding in this world. And I start becoming anxious and depressed. And I say, no, 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 hold on. Focus on this project. Because once you get to the end of this fucking project, what else is going to show up? I go, I don't know what else is going to show up. But fuck, get to the end of this thing. And that limitlessness is what is the feeling that I want? The way that I do my shit is all those like start to end maze things. i always worked it finished to start because I'm smart like that. Me too. And
0: I, I always started at the end. I always work backwards. There's way less blockages that way, right? Yes. And
1: I've rigged this uh tool for my own understanding of my life. And I asked myself one day, like, okay, girl, you're there, you're dead, you're on the bed. What you want to say? And like, but I was happy. And I'm like, okay. And part of that fulfillment is continuing to show up and doing the scary things and not sitting at home and going, "Well, what? What if I did take the money out and invested it and made a risk and da da da, I'm like, I'm not sitting around twiddling my thumbs anymore. You know, that limitless life is literally going as far as you can and letting go of what has to happen next yes. and be open to that magic that just shows up for us.,
0: Ooh, yes. That's how you become a conscious co-creator too. Just showing up. I also think it's super cool knowing that like my hypnosis programs are being listened to in a whole nother country with you.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. I know I'm taking you around the world, Brenda. Right. Mm
0: -hmm. oh jennifer this has been such a good conversation thank you so much for just like hanging out with me and having this conversation i think it's going to be really valuable for people to not just hear about the fun and the the joy of creating but also how to work through the shit and knowing that you have the tools to do that so thank you i appreciate you a lot so much brenda and you
1: know uh this all started from being seen. I had a vision and you met me eye to eye. And here we are, right? And I I am so grateful for the way that you've helped me to be able to balance this powerhouse and this fire inside of me so that I can really start showing up from a place of integrity and love and making my impact. So thank you and thank you so much for hosting me. It's
0: an honor. Well, thank you. I really do appreciate that feedback. It means a lot to me hearing that. Um, And I just, I love so much getting to be a part of this journey with you. And on that note, I'm going to end this episode. And if you found this helpful, be sure to take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram so that I know that you're loving this kind of stuff and then I can create more of it. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Beg me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.